This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunatool back again with you guys for another episode of our match reaction series joining you straight, uh, not straight, but you know, a fair few hours to be fair after Arsenal have smashed uh, Man- I'll just say Manchester City, but it's the game that's of course kicking off right now, but Sevilla 6-0 in the Emirates Cup winning the most prestigious of North London trophies uh, this afternoon with a big big win uh, to talk about the game and of course to read through plenty of your more comments as well i'm joined by ola how you doing mate you good you well yes man i'm good man thank you for bringing me back up on the channel man, course, man. Uh, it's been it's, a while uh... it's been a while how are you i know the yeah. things have things are going mad for you at the moment <laughs> mate ufc world has, has gripped you yeah man i mean it's it's been insane my, sum, my summer has been incredible um, <laughs> and thank you to everybody that made it possible all you guys mm. are watching everybody that uh, donated towards my GoFundMe um, uh, campaign. Thank mm. you to all of you, man. You you made a lot of things possible uh, for me this summer, man. And um, yeah, it's been it's been really really good. Uh, we we're doing we're doing a lot of good stuff on the uh, on the fight week show. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff, some of the interviews you've been doing are, are crazy. I'm not, you know, my attachment to the world of UFC is pretty limited and restricted. But from, you know, from seeing people that obviously watch your shows and really are into it from some of the stuff you've done, it's it's crazy. So congratulations, yeah, mate. Well, thank and, you uh, very much. Mate. And I can only yeah. echo, you know, I can only echo what you said. You know, our listeners and a lot of people beyond, of obviously, TGT, really did band together and and got behind your cause to to keep you here and uh you know we, it's an amazing thing that we've managed to do it's uh yeah we've, we've done some mad things throughout the summer of course that that cause we we helped Vinny as well with with his cause with cancer mcmillan and gunas versus cancer as well there's been some crazy things that have gone on this summer Absolutely. that we've managed to help with and uh it's it's a proud thing to run a community here uh, that really does care about the wider thing in the world of arsenal but let's bring the conversation to arsenal and uh a six nil win over Sevilla. ola what a brilliant performance bro uh it's been a while since um since I've seen a fluid, a fluid game like that, you know, a, a game, a game that I know it's preseason and I know it's Emirates Cup, but we've mm. got, we've got the, we've, we've got a Premier League game coming up next Friday, and this is what I want to see uh, going, going into into a competitive game that we've got, mm. you know, that we've got next Friday, and you know, if the team that we saw today, and it looks, it looks like that's as close to the first team as we're going to see. That yeah. team that he put out today, um, if that's if that's what we you know what we got to look forward to this season, then um, yeah, I'm 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 happy. I'm 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 all for it. I'm 
Indeed, yeah. I, I think that is probably the starting lineup that we're going to see play against Crystal Palace on Friday. Tierney, Tomiyasu, Smith, Roviera all weren't, you know, in the squad. Tierney was there and did actually take part in the warm down from the game. Um, so, you know, there's some positives that he is very, very close indeed to returning. Um, Vivian raises a point in the chat. Arsenal made Sevilla look poor. How uh, some people, I think the more critical side of things pointed out that Sevilla weren't good, you know, because I don't think Sevilla were particularly good today at all. It's certainly not as good as I've seen Sevilla last season, where they, especially in the first half of last season, where they were pushing the title challenges for most of the campaign. They looked different without, obviously, Jules Kunda. They didn't have him in the back because he's off to move to Barcelona. But how much do you think it is Sevilla being poor? And how much do you think it is Arsenal making them be poor? Uh, I hate. I really hate that take on people saying <laughs> the other team is poor because yeah. we won. You got you got to think the what we bring to the game, the skill set we bring to the game, how we approach the game, and the the tenacity that they use to chase and you know impose themselves on the game mm. can make a team poor. They 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 had their own game plans coming into into the game. We didn't allow them. To, to to execute their game plan and that's why they look poor it's not so much that they're poor it's we did our job we you know we imposed our game plan on them we you know we we, we went out there and everybody to a man did their job the right way and yeah. that's why we we you know we looked really really good in <laughs> subsequently making Sevilla look poor but I wouldn't say Sevilla was poor I'll I'll, I'll just say you know they just couldn't they just couldn't execute, you know, what they came to do, and we imposed ourselves on them. So, I always like to give the winning team, the you know, the 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 the, the credit they deserve when they do go out and win a game in such a dominant fashion, and not take nothing away from them by saying, you know, the other team was poor. That's why you won so good. You know, it doesn't it doesn't always work like that. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's absolutely fair. We made uh, Sevilla panic and make mistakes and we harried them from the minute go you know we can talk about the fact that Sevilla made mistakes and that you know they didn't really offer too much going forwards but I agree with you I think this comes down to praising the Arsenal performance this is the type of performance that we want to see in the Premier League and if we're putting these types of performances in during these friendlies you know that's a really good sign for the upcoming season we're going to go into some obviously the individual performances and there is only one place to start which is Gabriel Jesus who just looks an entire new force for Arsenal at this stage Ola he's he looks incredible Jesus, please save some for the Premier League, man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, this guy is just bagging goals after goals after goals in every every single friendly um, that that he's played in. And as and I say this with with caution, right? Mm. Um, I like him a lot, but I don't want to put too much expectation on him you know his, his, his price tag obviously will command a certain level of expectation but at the same time um it's, it's going to be his first season playing with the team and if this is what we can expect from the guy sign me up because <laughs> since alexis sanchez i've not really seen somebody that runs around like a blue ass fly mm. and 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 gets and you know and he just it just makes a nuisance of himself in you know in the in the box and i think i think defenders are, are, are you know they, they especially premier league defenders uh 
they know what he, they know what he brings. They know he's not going to stop, and um, he, he's he's um, he's quite strong as well. He doesn't get injured that often. You know, I've not I've not seen a bad uh, injury record about him. So I really really like him. I like his performance today. Um, you know, being on back post and just being in certain places at certain times, the sort of goals he's scoring. You need a striker that's going to gobble those goals in, and we missed out on those those sort of uh, taking those sort of chances last season and um having having someone like him in the squad is definitely a plus um he's been a good good signing I, I like him yeah i mean the energy that he brings to the forward line is is inspiring i think we saw that in the game against nuremberg in germany you know immediately as soon as he came on in that second half martinelli stepped up his game when he was obviously came off the bench as well and ketia was a different player from the first half compared to the second one he was just so inspirational for the rest of the side and i think zinchenko brings a very similar kind of vibe as well i really liked his game on the left flank i liked the the, the dynamic of that back three of white saliba and gabriel who kind of form a back three when we're on the attack because zinchenko pushes forwards is it actually i noticed that Xhaka was kind of playing in a weird kind of left fullback role when Zinchenko pushed forwards. But at the same time, Xhaka wasn't afraid himself to get into the box and actually had a couple of opportunities himself yeah, to score. Yeah. He created a couple of opportunities. You know, there was that pass for Odegaard that Odegaard skied over. It was a tricky one to take coming onto it quite at speed. But he's creating chances as well, as is Zinchenko. They're both getting forward. And I think that we're going to find that, especially at home next season, that Arsenal are going to dominate these games in terms of chances. They're going to be a right nightmare. To, I think the Emirates is going to be a right pain for teams to come to next season, even you know across the league, Liverpool, City, your Spurs, whoever you want to talk about. I think the Emirates is going to be a very, very this season. This is a Friday, bro. Like it's here. Mm, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how does it make you feel knowing that's the team that's going to play on Friday? Because that is what we're expecting at this stage. Um, I mean, it don't matter what signing that we make from now till Friday. I don't. I'm not sure if if that signing is going to be able to feature um in, in in the friday game because th this group of guys have they, you know they've all had a role to play in in the in the preseason uh leading up to now so uh, look the team that, that you know that was out, that was out there today especially in the first half I, I mm. thought i thought to myself you know this is this is something to to look forward to obviously uh i still i still believe even though the, and this is with shaka's um performance I, I don't want to knock it because i've like i said earlier on everyone to a man and i mean to a man did mm. did exceptional today but we know by the time we get to you know the grueling part of the of the premier league when we start getting towards that november december time even though we've we got that world cup break in in between that we, we we're going to need we're going to need every man on top of their game and with i believe we still need the upgrade of shaka i, I can't I can't trust him, even though last season was his best season for us. Yeah, and that's that's saying something, in my opinion. Through all the criticism he gets, I think he did he did all right last season. And um, but we definitely need an upgrade on him. Um, uh, there's maybe 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 Pepe. You know what I mean? Uh, there's still something about Pepe that I'm not I'm not quite. It's not there yet, and I don't think the manager can see it neither. And uh, we don't know if we're going to be able to get an upgrade on him this season. Maybe sell him and bring somebody else in. So I'd like a couple more signings before the windows before the the windows shut. If you can get maybe three, three. Uh, yeah. Wow. Why not? Three. Why not? Well, you know, win, who win and the, where? Win and... the Europa League. I, I want another striker, bro. I, I don't want to go into the. Who? I don't want to go into the season 
with Justin Ketia and Jesus. Who would you sign? What? Another striker? Yeah, who? Who we talk? Because I don't know who you're going to get. Like, no, I, go and dislodge somebody that's with the club. No, uh, other, other club too. I don't, <laughs> I don't not, not right off the top of my head. If, if maybe Latoro Martinez, I don't know. Like so, someone like that. I'm not somebody that can mm. give us a different dimension because when we need a big centre forward, we've always said we wanted one. Jesus is not that guy, right? Well, Martinez is in the box, tall, is huh? he? <laughs> He's tiny, is he not? He's like five foot eight, I think, five foot nine. Ooh, I just Martinez? think, from my perspective, I think that you know, the idea of Arsenal bringing in three players between now and the end of end of the window, when we've already signed five players. I don't think that's realistic. Do I think it's what we need? Yes. I think we've said that on the show a number of times. You know, I think we need a wide forward that can cover in the middle. I think we absolutely have to sign a central midfielder. If we don't sign a central midfielder before the window closes, that's a massive oversight by the club and a failure, in my opinion, not to do that. And arguably for me, a left-sided centre-back, if Marie leaves, is important to get that left footer into cover for Gabriel because otherwise we don't have a cover for that player. They're the three areas for me I'm looking at. Potentially, you're looking at defensive midfield. We could see, I've, I've been shouting at Ibrahim Sangara for a long time to, to, to say he's is, is available. Yeah. You know, you've got buyout clause, etc. But I, I can't see Arsenal now going into the market and say bringing in a Martinez, bringing in Ozymen, bringing in, you know, someone like that. I just don't see it happening. I don't think it's feasible. Yeah, because at this point. I, I just get worried. Like, if, if something was to happen to, say, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Jesus, like mm, of course. Then, then you know we 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 stuck with Inketia and and shuffling. You say stuck people. with Inketia. Do you think he's really that bad, bro? I've not seen. Any, he has to show me because I've not seen anything yet to prove to me that he can give us fifteen goals. Well, he got five in his last eight last season. It's not enough though. It's but that's five in eight. I mean, surely if he's going to yeah, get thirty-eight look, games. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm just saying I haven't, I haven't seen it, you know. And and that five yeah. came in like one, maybe three of them came in one game, you know. what I mean, so I, I just haven't, I just haven't seen. It. I, I, I want him to prove me wrong. It's not like I want Ketia um, to do bad, you know. What I mean, um, I, it's for him to to prove doubters like me wrong because I just don't think he can do it. Whether he can do it and 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 carry that. You know, carry that uh, challenge on his back when the time comes, when the manager calls on him, is yet to be seen. And if he does that, then he will shut people like me up. But until mm. then, you know, I, I have my doubts. I think that the, you know, the quality of Jesus is something which I think is going to have an impact on the viewing of Enketia. Because I think Enketia is a player that showed at the end of last season that he's a he's a decent striker. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't call him bad. I wouldn't call him not good enough for necessarily Arsenal's second choice. I just think that because of how good Jesus has been and then that expectation of an Arsenal striker in Jesus, it probably undermines Enketia's position somewhat. I think that what we saw from Enketia at the end of last season is a player that can score goals. I think we saw that, obviously, with his movement and the goal that he scored today he was in the right place at the right time on the end of Martinelli's pass. I think he's shown with the goals he scored in pre-season and at the end of last season that there is enough there for me to be the secondary. But look, say if Gabriel Jesus, touch wood, gets a ridiculously long-term injury and is out for the season. Yeah, am I worried about having Justin Ketty for that amount of time? Yes, but I think you'd ask Manchester City and say, if you lost Haaland for the entire season, would that be a problem? If you were said to Liverpool and you lose Nunez for the entire season, is that going to be a problem? I think it would be equally as damaging to those teams because naturally a second-choice striker is not going to be of the same level as the one that currently starting for any of those top teams. 
if if Spurs lose Kane and go down to Richarlison, no matter spending sixty million on that guy, that's still a massive step down in terms of a striker that they've gone from Kane to Richarlison, in my view. So I think that whilst I agree that we need to add something in the forward line, and in my thinking, it has to be a wide player who has the potential to cover in the middle as well. Like, say, you know, a player like a Gakpo or a Greary or a Gonzalo Gedge. You know, these guys can play in the middle as well as playing out wide. But the the idea of bringing in someone in of comparable quality to Jesus, of which I agree with you, Latara Martinez is certainly one of those players. I just don't see... I mean, if you're Latara Martinez and you're sitting at Inter Milan as their starting striker... Arsenal come to you and say, we want to sign you. We've agreed a deal with Inter. You're coming in, but you're going to be competing with Gabriel Jesus for the starting spot, or you can stay at Inter and start there and compete for a title and play in the Champions League. It's a, it's difficult to see that happening. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, look, I know I know, I know, know it's difficult, and I think that's probably why we went for, for Rafinha, for, for the purposes of what you yeah. just said, somebody that can come in from, from the wide side into... Into the uh, into the you know central forward lineup, but uh, it's just it's just it's just a concern because of the amount of mm. games that we've got this season because we didn't have that last season and yeah. I'm just I'm just worried about the amount of games grueling games that we, you know that we're going to be playing mm-hmm. um, through the Europa League or the domestic uh, games and the Premier League um, you know it's. It's it's a lot for just two strikers, two main strikers to carry. I think we're pretty much covered in uh, every other position apart from defensive midfield. Like you said, I, I definitely want someone like even even a Yuri Tillemans. Go and get him. Yeah. I, I'd like I, you know he knows the league. Uh, I, I I prefer him to you know all these other Paqueta links and all these other guys that I keep hearing about. Yuri Tillemans is already in the Premier League. He knows what the, you know the, the 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 intensity of the league is like. He doesn't have to acclimatize to 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 anything. You know, you can just get on with it. Um, so it's it's one of the good advantages of 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 getting getting a player like him. But other than that, that's why I said two or three. But you know, I'm just being greedy saying three. But you know, <laughs> really and truly, we do. You know, two two would be nice. Um, yeah. to, to, to you know to to get him before the window shuts. I think we're going to get one. That's my prediction. I think we'll get in a midfielder. You think we'll, go, you think we'll get one? I think we'll just where, get one. Where do you think we'll get? I think we'll get a midfielder. I think it could be Tielemans. Yeah, I think it, that. I think that's the player we'll get. I mean, from what Arteta said after the game, you know, he said that they want to do more. They want to bring in more. They had a plan. They wanted to do... It's clear that they want a wide player and it's clear so that they you, want a midfielder. You know, that's that's been obvious. Mm. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think Pepe stays? I think if, we, I think if we're going to sign a wide player, he'll go. But it's getting him out that's the problem. You know, I don't see anyone paying that £140,000 per week wage and I don't think anyone will come in with the price tag that Arsenal would value him at. I did a video yesterday talking about, you know, the idea of of, of yeah. keeping Pepe maybe isn't the worst thing in the world no. if what you can't get. Because to be honest, there's not really that many genuine quality options that can come in in a wide position. If you're wondering, Tom, why you're talking out your ass, go and watch my video from yesterday <laughs> and I go through all of the potential options in those wide positions. And there isn't really any that make me get off my seat and go, wow, yeah, a brilliant signing, go and get him. Rafinha would have done that. You know, Rafinha really would have been a 
a get off my seat type of signing. But there isn't that many out there in a wide position, which makes me think, well, perhaps we are better off, say, keeping Pepe for a season instead of wasting our money on a player that might not do the job for us this summer. Wait till next summer, move Pepe on, getting a player who is available perhaps with Champions League qualification that we could then go and get next summer. But the midfield is is inexcusable for me not to see us try and sign someone in. I get that we've got to move on Torreira. I get that we've got to try and move on Maitland-Niles. I understand that because you can't just keep adding without letting players leave because then you just get a bloated squad with far too many wages being paid. But we cannot be in a position where we've not added something in midfield for me. We have to make sure we strengthen in that area, as you said, with the amount of competitions that we're in. Let's dip into the chat box and see what you guys are saying. Uh, Ishko says, but there is a difference between those clubs when I was talking about City, Liverpool and Spurs, etc. Their second striker can be our main striker. That's a huge difference. Uh, Isn't good enough. Look, Richarlison, could he be Arsenal's main striker? Is he better than Jesus? No, he's not. Um, so that rules out Spurs. Would Kai? Would you start Kai Havertz over Jesus? I don't think I would right now. You know, if it was a choice to them two, I don't think I would. Would I start Roberto Firmino instead of Gabriel Jesus? No, I don't think I would. Would I start Julian Alvarez over Gabriel Jesus? No, I don't think I would. So Isco, I have to disagree with your point. I don't think those club second strikers are as good as our main striker. I think Gabriel Jesus is better than all of those players. What I would agree with you, though, is that all of those clubs have a significantly better secondary option than our current secondary option, which I think is a fair point. Um, let's go to Jota, I suppose, is the more likely backups as well. Even then, would I rather see Jota play as a striker for Arsenal over Jesus? Still, the answer for me is no. I like Jota a lot, but I wouldn't start him over Gabriel Jesus. Um, Mr. Joe Kerr says, Tom, if Pepe couldn't get regular minutes in the final 10 games of last season when we needed goals from anywhere, what chances he have now? The chances now, Oliver, I think, for Pepe is that we have Europa League football. That's where he's going to get more games this season. Yeah. Uh, Europa League def- definitely helps uh, some of these um, maybe second-string uh, players that we've got in the side. So they can get some game time, remain sharp for when they get called on, uh, you know, for 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 Premier League games when when needed. So um, the, the the idea of having you know Europa League is good for for some of these players. It didn't help last season that you know we didn't have that many games to play, and that's why we didn't we, we didn't really see uh, enough of Pepe. Uh, and when it when he did get called on, maybe it was too cold. You know, to come on the pitch and, mm. and and do and do something. So let's let's hope that um, you know Europa League is there to to help them sharpen up. You know, just stay sharp and ready for when they get called on uh, for any of the uh, Premier League games that you know, especially important games, because we're going to have some of those important games where we're going to need some of these fringe players to step in and still do near enough as good as job as whoever was supposed to be starting in that position. Mm. Let's talk about William Saliba. Um, I thought he was brilliant. Um, I thought that he, you know, I've been a bit big, big advocate of Ben White. I like Ben White a lot and what he's brought to the team. I think he certainly stepped up that right-hand side centre-back position last summer for us. And actually the way in which we play out from the back has really been kicked off by White's inclusion in the team. And stylistically, there are a lot of similarities between White and, and Saliba for the way that they play out from the back. Saliba for me, though, I thought was a step above White in the game today. I thought that his calmness, his composure, his passing, his tracking back, his tackling when need be was great. And Ola, I'm looking forward to seeing what Saliba can bring to us next year. Yeah, uh, it, it looks it looks really it looks really really good. Um, 
you know that that loan spell that he's been on uh that 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 must have done him some good mm. um he looks confident on the ball um you know no real rush to the game it looks like a good reader of the read out the game and when you can read the game the way the way uh that it looks like he's doing um we've got something special there i mean paying 27 million for him couple couple seasons ago uh i did think it was steep and then when we didn't see him for two years i'm thinking we've paid 27 million pounds for for someone that ain't even you know played a single game for competitive game shall i say uh for for arsenal but um now, when you look at you know what is what is what is done so far in the friendlies that that we've seen, it looks composed. It looks like um, it looks like a leader, which is something that's it's crazy to say because he's so young. He's such a young guy, um, mm. but you can see you can see those qualities qualities in him the way the way he goes about his business on the pitch. And I know we've not really seen him in in, in the Premier League yet. I don't want to gas him up or anything like that. I'm just I do. Up. I'm gassing him up all the way. <laughs> you know, I'm just, because we know what we know what our fans are like. You know what I mean? Um, him playing playing in the French league. I'm you know getting French one of the French players of the year and all of that. Look, he's not done in the Premier League yet, and there is still a tangible that says the Premier League is just way more intense. You know, intensive than than all these other leagues. And that's going to test uh, Saliba. And, you know, let's see if it passes with flying colours. But so far, so good. I like what I'm saying. Yeah, me too. Really, really, really like what we've seen so far. I think that ultimately, you know, Saliba is coming in to play as many games as possible, to start with Gabriel as much as possible. He wants to be here, despite the, you know, the the propaganda from France to try and get him to return. I think that there is clearly a plan in place for Mikel Arteta and the club for Saliba this season and playing him is going to give them that confidence and assurance, that assuredness, that's the word I want, um, to renew a contract. Um, and that's the ultimate thing that we need to see from him is a renewal. Same with Bakaya Saki. You know, those two and Martinelli and Gabriel, you know, there's a few players going down to two years now on their deals. We need to make sure that we get those guys signed up to new contracts because that's going to be the biggest thing for the long terminology of the team. It shouldn't be too much of an issue for some. I don't think Saka's would be too much a problem. Gabriel Martinelli's talked about staying at Arsenal forever in interviews in the past. And I think Gabriel's a big fan of being here too. So I don't think they should be problems. But Saliba has always been the big kind of question mark about his future. So hopefully we can see those two flourish. And I think with the amount of games that we've got this season, we're going to see different combinations of Tommy Asu and Wyatt and Saliba and Gabriel and Holding, of course, is in the mix too. And I think we're going to see some really interesting combinations of players. We're giving us a lot more strength in our defence, which is something that we still need to build on, despite the fact that Arteta has improved us defensively. You know, keeping more clean sheets last season than we have done for the past four seasons was impressive. But we need to now start, stop conceding more goals. We need to stop conceding late. When we do concede, we need to keep our heads. That was the big problem last season. When we conceded a goal, we conceded two, three, four in some games. And that needs to stop. We need to keep ourselves in games when we concede. Because this young team, I think, all our last season, the big problem was is we conceded because they're these young guys. Their heads went, especially at places like Man City, at Anfield, even the Palace game, of course, at the end of last season. We lost our heads in those moments, and that cost us. Yes, um, conceding um, and and not getting ourselves together um, is, you know, was one of our big failures last season. Mm. And not just only that, we didn't just stop there. 
um, our bounce back ability went away. We were losing two, three games in a, you know, mm. in a, on the bounce, and this is not something that you know is um, really that you that you usually associate with Arsenal, the Arsenal of old. Anyways, um, usually when we lose a game, I used to feel sorry for the next team we played. That's how we used. To, that's mm-hmm. how it used to feel like. But now when we lose a game, you don't even know if you're going to win the next one. Then you yeah. lose the next one. Are you thinking where's the next one going to come from? You know, um, and it felt like that going into the Chelsea game that we went to last season, and then we ended up beating Chelsea. And I was thinking, whoa, okay, that's where the ne- that's where the next that's where the next win came from. You know, so yeah, it's 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 difficult um, to 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 win to win the amount of games that we do when we concede and we don't we don't keep our heads, we don't get ourselves together and try and you know either get back in the game or at least stay in the game to try and nick a goal back to try and get the draw. Um, we're just going to concede more and more. And mm. hopefully it's something that's, that they've they've worked on uh, throughout the preseason. And um, I, w- I definitely want to see less of that um, this, this, this coming season. And, yeah, uh, you know, the display that they gave us today, uh, if, if especially the first half, you know, that, that first half was flawless. And I know we're not going to get games like that every every week i understand that i know how football works um it's, it's not it's not always going to be as rosy as that but for the majority of the game i mean for the majority of the season uh, i want to see some kind of consistency for me that's that's the most um you know that that i, that I really want to see from us this, this season and i think if we're consistent enough we're going to be there or thereabouts come end of the season yeah, absolutely. Um, let's go to Mickey, who says the entire team played well today, but there were some outstanding performances from Jesus, Saliba, Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli and Partey. I'd put um, Xhaka and Zinchenko in there as well. Um, I thought they were absolutely brilliant. Martinelli in particular, you know, despite not scoring, I think he took his game to it level. So, it was so selfless today. So yeah. selfless. And you need that, you know, you need that. I think there is, an like, Odegaard is too selfless. You know, I think there are times where he should pull the trigger he needs to shoot more um and he obviously his main mindset is on creating for his teammates but the chance he had on the right hand side which was ironically put through by martinelli you know he could have tested the keeper in that moment he may not have scored but you know ultimately his his attempt at a back heel which is a much more difficult process to try and create a chance rather than maybe taking a shot didn't work out that that's where he needs to improve um let's go to al who says i called it last year that arteta would be signing players who can play multiple positions this is horrendous for teams moving forwards they won't know how to combat our setups there's a lot of different options we're going to have in the team next season that's going to make us very very difficult to deal with um there was also another comment i wanted to touch upon as well um angel says do we have what it takes to bounce back if we start losing a game this is what i wanted to talk about because last season we obviously we lost in phases you know brentford city chelsea uh brighton southampton crystal palace um Manchester United, Everton. Uh, I think there was a game against Liverpool and then there was a Newcastle win spurst in, in there. But, you know, we lost in groups last year. When we lost a game, we then lost the next one, Spurs and Newcastle at the end of the season. Two or three defeats on the trot kept happening. And we didn't know when we were going to turn things around. We managed to do it against the likes of Norwich and Southampton, I think it was, and also against uh, Chelsea, of course, at Stamford Bridge. But we can't have these moments where 
we lose a game because we will we will lose a game next season it's going to happen at some point and it probably will be against at some point it's a team that we didn't expect to lose against you know it's the premier league you are going to lose games that you don't expect to but it's about how you respond to that do you see something different in this team now that makes you think we will respond better than we did last season it's 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 too it's too early to say but mm. based on old habits die hard man you know what i mean and and the, this this is a for me, it, they're going to need a mentality shift to be able to um, to be able to get over, you know, losing losing games in, in because there's a mentality block in there. Um, if they go out, set out, and know in their mind that no matter what, no matter what today, we, we're going to die to get these mm. three points. Um, they, they have that mental attitude. I guarantee we'll you know we'll always almost bounce bounce back after after every loss and like you said we're going to lose games but the manner that we were losing games last season it just wasn't good for the place that we you know the place and the target that we needed to be uh by the by the you know for the end of the season yeah uh, but when when you look at it, it they definitely that mentality shift because the, the, the talent is there you know they can go and win big games you know, we took, if it went for certain situations with, say, like the Manchester City game, where Shaka went on mad, and um, we, we were doing all right in in, do, in those moments, and then we went on to lose the game, and then that creates, you know, that that floodgate of losses, you know, that 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 we then that we then go and have. It's almost like soon as we lose the team that we're playing next, they're rubbing their hands. They want to yeah. kick us while we're down yeah. and get them points off of us and. We need to learn to stand up, r- right back up, and get back into the fight. And um, soon as we have that mentality change, um, I think we're going to do good things this season. But getting over that mental hurdle, it's 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 hard. And um, you know, I hope they've been seeing they've been seeing you know the very very good psychologists and that during the summer because we need everybody uh, on the same page, everybody getting rolling their sleeves up and ready to fight. Not just fight for themselves, not just fight for the badge, but fight for the fans as well. Absolutely. Um, I want to get back to the place where we are intimidating as a team to line up against in the tunnel. I know that we don't really do lineups in the tunnel anymore because of the whole different process behind walking out and stuff. But uh, yeah, we need to be have that intimidation. We need to have teams not wanting to come up against us. Arsenal are a team that the smaller teams, you know, Liverpool and Man City to this world, it would be that the small relegation candidates would go, well, that's probably a write-off that game. Um, so, you know, we'll even rotate some of our big players out at times to give them a rest because we're not going to pick up anything here. But Arsenal was always seen as a bit of a game where they thought, mm, it's Arsenal, I think we can get something from this. We need to change that mindset. We need to be an intimidating side that those teams are thinking, oh, bloody hell, we've got Arsenal coming up this weekend. We need to be able to be in, or we're going to have to play our best and hopefully that adds that extra pressure and that can lead to mistakes. And Arsenal just need to focus on themselves, focus on the next game, focus on winning and hopefully we'll be in for a really good season. Uh, Ola, I will ask you for a prediction for the season uh, at this early stage. I know it's mean, um, but where do you think we might finish based upon what you've seen, what business we've done, what business we could still do? What's your estimations? I still think we'll finish fifth. Really? <laughs> because everybody ain't stopping. Every, every, well, like you said, you know it's mean, but it's, it's for them to change. Who's finishing it, above us if we finish fifth? I think, I think Manchester United. 
Really? I think then yeah. because of Ten Hag, is that? Because of Ten Hag, I need to keep Ronaldo. Ronaldo scored 18 goals last season. Let's not forget. You know what I mean? And and he, he missed some games and stuff. There was a lot that they got wrong last season. And if they could put that right, um, they, they're going to be in. They're going to be competing with us in Europa League as well. Don't forget. So, um, but I think I think they just pip us to it. Just just simply, especially if they keep Ronaldo, it will be it will be a big factor in that. If, Europa uh, League. Do you think happens. we'll win that? I think yeah. Uh, I, I want to give us a chance of at least getting to the final. And <laughs> what happens in that one-off game, um, you know, is because I think we're capable. Every time we go to Europa League, we, we're certainly one of the favorite teams. Mm. To, to you know to to go to go the yeah, distance um in in that competition so i got no qualms about that at all it's who we get on that maybe last four to last two that's what's going to really determine what we do in the europa league but i think we can go the distance um in the europa league no problem it's it's more the premier league and uh, if if we're going that far into into europa league that might take a toll on trying to get into the top four we might it depends what basket we're putting our eggs in Maybe we're out, and we need to, you know, get into top four. So it, there's still a lot of variables that could that could happen there. But um, if if I'm going to choose any team to finish above us, uh, I'd, I'd say Manchester United. As much as it hurts me to say, but that's fair enough. Doing it. No, fair enough. I'm talking to your opinion. Um, Javier says uh, we finished second. Uh, Peter John says top four. Hugh says top four in Europa League trophy. Gus says top four. MVR says Chelsea won't finish in the top four this season. I don't think they will, but I think, Ollie, you're probably thinking Spurs and, and United were going to finish third and fourth uh, from that. Were you, or did you have Chelsea finishing in the top four still? Uh, I have Chelsea finishing in top four. Yes. Okay, so Spurs sixth. Interesting. Um, Wales is fifth in Europa League. Uh, A says third. SJ says top three. Erfan says third in Europa League. Uh, Greg says top four is ours. Man U, next you'll say Chelsea. Uh, Jesus. I just said Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did say Chelsea, to be fair. Look, I think that for me, Arsenal need to be qualifying for the Champions League next season. That is the minimum expectation that I have. That is progress from last season. That's the next step. And, and we need to be progressing. If we're not progressing, you're only standing still. And in the Premier League, which if we know is an upward slope, if you're standing still, eventually you're going to start moving backwards. So we need to make sure that we progress, we get into the Champions League next season, be that through the top four or be that through the Europa League uh, win and obviously qualifying through that. We need to make sure we do that. I'm really excited for the season. We're going to be bringing you continued coverage, of course, in the lead up to the game against Crystal Palace and throughout the season as well. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Ola, give your channel a massive shout out as well for those that enjoy their uh, UFC as well. Yeah, uh, if you're into MMA and uh, UFC and um, you know mixed martial arts is your is your bag, uh, please go subscribe to the uh, Fight Week show on YouTube. Uh, we're doing some big things on there. Uh, we need the support. We need to get out there. And, um, you know, you guys are, are the reasons why we do it. We've got an interview coming uh, with the EFC featherweight champion. Uh, that's happening tomorrow morning. And then we've got a bunch of interviews lined up as well, man. We're interviewing big, big guests uh, from the UFC and mm -hmm. uh, regional circuits as well. So, yeah, come and, uh, come and join us on the, on the journey that we, we try, we're trying to do. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate everybody that supported us so, so far to get to this point. Absolutely. I was doing some brilliant, brilliant work and pulling in some amazing guests if you're into that sort of thing. So definitely, definitely go and check it out. And if you're not, maybe it'll get you into that sort of thing. So it's worth checking out indeed. Uh, thank you so much, everyone that's tuned in. I'll be back bright and early tomorrow morning at 8am, probably having to keep myself a little quiet because the missus is on her Hindu today. Uh, the things I've been sent. 
today so far. It seems like she's having a great time. I will have to try and go one step further next week in the stack two plans. Hopefully it goes well. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Absolute pleasure, as always. Thank you again to Ollie. You can follow him on Twitter at BlackScorpion3. You can follow myself at TV and at Tom Cantor Media. Uh, and, yeah, I look forward to having a chat, as always, tomorrow. A fantastic evening. And, as always, up the Arsenal. Salute. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport powered by fans.